everybody, it's He Yang. Roundtable is thrilled to launch the UniTalk Challenge: Rising Stars of Roundtable. If you like the show and enjoy our discussions, why not take the stage yourself? Calling all university students, both undergraduates and postgrads, to engage in an English discussion on a topic that ignites your passion. Record your discussion, which consists more than one person, and send it to us at ezfmroundtable at foxmail.com. You could be the next rising star of Roundtable. An incredible opportunity awaits, so seize the moment. Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. You're listening to Roundtable with myself, Neil Honglin, sitting in for Heyang, joined by Josh and Yushun. Coming up on the second half of the show, what if I told you that discounts and great deals are just a click away for your next dinner date or spa retreat? That's the magic of local life services in China. We're peeling back the curtain to reveal the secrets of this thrill-seeking trend. And it's time for another heart-to-heart on Roundtable, where we highlight a question from one of our cherished listeners and provide them with the answer they are seeking. Consider this as Roundtable's online life coaching assistance, tailored just for you. Send your question in the form of a voice memo to ezfmroundtable at foxmail.com if you need that service. The Roundtable life coaching team will be at your service. Now on Roundtable. In China, a digital frenzy is reshaping the way people dine, shop, and unwind. Local life service is the name for the game, where consumers snag discounts and deals online before diving into real-world experiences. But what's the secret sauce behind this trend, and what makes it so appealing to wide range of platforms? Because I remember years back, we have this Groupon kind of service where you、mm. can buy the coupons online and then use them in reality. And I'm pretty sure that is no longer the latest trend, and there are much more forms of discounts and a little more hoops to jump if you want to enjoy them as well. Right, as we can see, local services or you know the use of online platforms to link consumers with offline lifestyle services and on-demand delivery are actually booming in China, and it's not new. Actually, we have experienced many of these apps who. Are offering these discounts、mm. or coupons when there is actually a group buying, I would say, so、mm. that they can give you some discounts.、Um, and there are currently many platforms in China venturing into this field. For instance, Meituan, a platform that started offering this service, is becoming a giant in this sector. And recently, more you know, even short video platforms such as Douyin, which is you know the Chinese version of TikTok. Or Kuaishou, another short video platform, have also joined this trend. People can click on the links below the screen while watching their short videos to access the displayed content directly. More than that, some map apps are also offering these kind of services. That also makes sense, to be honest. You know, right? When you are searching a location, they are just naturally sending you other notifications about. What to eat or what、mm. to play around that, and in that case, they can offer you some discounts. So, 
I think, wow, they are really clevering, you know, uh, expanding their service in this way. So tailor made recommendations regarding your location, maybe sometimes even your interest, because they know what you click and what you watch on the short video platforms. I was wondering, is this a thing in the UK, Josh? Is this local life service? So it's like, what's been recommended to you are surrounding, actually surrounding you in where you live or where you're currently at. Not exactly. I wouldn't say that there's a direct comparison to this in the UK or the West right now. And when I was reading about this topic before the show today, I was kind of struggling to get my head around the concept of it, to be <laughs> honest. Even I had to I had to read the notes a few times because there was just no direct comparison. And I guess because I don't really use it, maybe because I'm from the UK, I haven't been as um, you know, transfix on all of these deals and stuff like this. So I guess if I was to compare it to anything, it would be something surrounding like coupons and discounts directly connected to offline services. And there's definitely things like this. Um, when I think of it, I think of like people handing out physical coupons on the street, trying to get people to, you know, go into the hair salon or sign up to the gym or something like this. But I guess what we're talking about here is something much bigger and quite different, right? Yeah, and I think that is a totally different area. When they are handing out, you know, physical coupons, that is more like physical coupon. But when you are using these kind of services, it's more likely, you know, why we say that's kind of a group buying is because platform are actually promising these merchants that they are going to buy a certain amount of your service or your products, but you need to give a better price, right? So that they can give out some discounts for their consumers. So that is basically uh, a third party that, that is offering service and connecting the businesses and the consumers. So yeah, that is um, bigger and I think different area. Mm, for those about. of you who are a little bit like Josh, not familiar with the situation here, you can imagine this. When you are at a restaurant, you want to dine in the restaurant. Instead of directly going in, you check out your phone and see whether or not you can find a certain kind of set meal on a platform. You cannot enjoy the price for the set meal directly in the store or in the restaurant, but you can enjoy that from the online platform. Or maybe you're traveling in a new city. You are watching the short video on these short video platforms. And all of a sudden, some blogger jumps out and say, you know, this restaurant is really good and I've enjoyed the service quite so much. And now if you click the link I provide with you on the bottom of this short video, you will be able to enjoy a coupon that you can use, I don't know, um, 70 yuan for 100 yuan. So that is another form. And I believe there's also some other forms, for example, for this limited five days. Within these five days, if you purchase this coupon, you can use it for 30 days. But after the five days, this special discount offer is no longer viable. And also after that 30 day limitation time, you will no longer be able to use that coupon. You can refund it, but you cannot use it anymore. So there are so many different types here. and. Why do we have so many different types of discounts? Right. And I'm under, getting very confused. I understand why Josh has never used it. The first thing is that it is very complicated. Yeah. Another thing is that probably these apps doesn't have an English version in China, right? It's not just that, actually. I, I, I think maybe if I tell you my confusion with it, why it's difficult, because I know what this is and I've seen it. But I, I'll tell you why, because I think it's quite interesting here is 
I go in and I feel like like that's not what I'm supposed to do. I, I feel very uncomfortable doing it. <laughs> you feel like you're、If、offending the merchants, yeah, standing in front of them, not paying them, but giving them the coupon、exactly. purchased on a different、oh. platform. Right, right. Oh, I come from a culture where we have tipping as well,、mm. so the relationship between the customer. And and the vendor, the person providing the service provider, <laughs> is is also a bit different here. So I, I feel almost impolite, sort of showing my,、uh, you know, this deal that isn't in the store.、Um, maybe that's just me, but that that's the main reason. Actually, it's not just the language thing because it's actually, even、mm. though I don't speak great Chinese or read it very well, it's kind of clear. How it works? Oh, you know, you are being too polite, Josh. You know what I do? I would go into the、okay. restaurant to order the things I want and start eating and enjoying the service and everything. And one, a waiter or waitress, come to me with a bill saying that I should pay five hundred yuan. I would tell them, no, 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 I don't have to pay five hundred yuan. I can pay only. One hundred yuan with all these coupons, so it's even worse. I didn't even consult them or ask them in advance. I'll just use the service afterwards, and I'm not the only one. A lot of people do that, and actually, a lot of people would even go ask the waiter or waitress in the store or in the restaurant, which platform should I go? So there's Meituan, there's TikTok, there's Kuaishou. Which platform offers the best deal? Do you have that information? If you have that, I will, you know. Um, shop in your place. That is actually the trend right now. I would say the first time that I use this kind of function, I will also feel a little bit embarrassed <laughs> when I was just, you know, standing in front of the counter and asking them, "Can I use this coupon?" It's more likely, you know, I am asking for something for but, a favor, right? And、um, but after, you know, basically a couple of years of this function is.、Um, Um, merging in our lives, I now feel comfortable with it. I even, you know, before we started using their service or started eating in this rest restaurant, I would like to ask them, "Can I use this coupon?" And that is, you know, people are getting used to it. And、um, of course, like Nyonyo said, some waiters and waitresses may even tell you which platform has the best deal. So. Because it has nothing to do with their own businesses, right? They are doing something that is making you happy, and nothing affect on their own daily volume of sales. Why not? I think even though we say this is still something that people outside of China or have not experienced it find a little bit confusing, actually this has been in the Chinese market for quite a long time. And like Yushun said, a lot of consumers are already used to use these online coupons. But the reason we're talking about it here today is because more and more. Major platforms, like Hushin said, short video platforms and even map apps are actually entering this business, and they are using different strategies, trying to get more client. And what are they doing exactly? What are their strategies? Okay, so according to the data from the Qianzhen Industry Research Institute, the market size of China's internet local service, local live service industry has reached. 2.6 trillion yuan. That's about 355 billion U.S. dollars in 2021, and by 2025, its market size is ex- is expected to reach 4 trillion yuan. That's about 547 billion U.S. dollars.、Mm. Right, and、um, we can see this service has quite quietly turned into a kind of lifestyle for many people, according to data released by Douyin last October. This social media giant has already begun offering local services in 
377 Chinese cities with more than 1 million partner stores that offer more than 80 types of products and or services. And of course, we can see originally these platforms just offering these kind of services by attracting you、uh, by using their, you know, discounted price, right? But these short video platforms, I think they are using a more direct advertisement by inserting their local live service into the short videos. Because when you're watching these short videos, you can directly see how this product will be, and if you're interested, then you can click right in the、uh, the link and then you know purchase. And then you know use this kind of、uh, coupon in the offline store. Yeah, I think for me, Meituan is kind of like the platform I'll go to if I know where I'm going. So、right. I know this is the restaurant I'm going, and I would search the name of the restaurant on this platform, see whether or not there are some coupon provided. But for the short video platforms, it's more like, for example, I'm a foodie.、Hmm. Many people know that. I would. Um, watch a lot of food making or meal making or baking kind of videos and、or、exploring videos like these vloggers will explore stores. Yeah, and because even for those bloggers that I have not followed, they would recommend these videos <laughs> to me,、right. and I would. Watch the video and realize I might be interested in this restaurant. So from the video, I will go to the restaurant instead of having the name of the restaurant, and then go onto the app and look for it. And apparently, there is another platform that is really good for offering these limited time kind of lowest price. They would offer you the lowest price for a certain kind of set meal. For for example, five days, and you can use it. But the lowest price. Only exists in that short period of time, and only exists for that specific kind of meal set. So there are different kind of service models. You can search the name of the restaurant you like or the spa retreat you like on the platform. You can also accept the recommendations from your short video platforms, or you can give your location information to the map app, and they would recommend you something with discounts. Which one would you prefer, or do you see some pros and cons of each? Well, I I see pros and cons. I'm not sure if there's any that I guess the one that I would prefer is the one directly through the app, the one where I would take it upon myself to search for that. Because I think that there's a lot of cons to the map service, especially. I mean, that is very easy for companies to monopolize and dominate, right?、Mm. Because we're using our maps just to navigate around the city, and if we already see the places that we are. Recommended to go to, then those other businesses, especially new businesses, especially smaller local businesses, are really going to suffer. I mean, it's going to be increasingly difficult for them to get on these maps. I imagine. So, I'm not a fan of that at all, to be honest. But then again, I am a fan of high quality hygiene and <laughs> good value for my money. So, it's a difficult thing to balance here.、Mm, totally. But I have to say, a lot of small owners. Are actually becoming their own promoters and their own, let's say, advertisement model because they started to shoot short videos and putting them on the short video platforms, promoting、mm. their business. And I think that is definitely a perk of this new surge here in China. But how is the local life service promoting for other business owners? 
Yes, um, we've discussed it about um, some kind of big brands that they are like promoting on these coupon or discount platforms because they have the ability to you know cooperate with these platforms so that they can offer a better deal for their consumers. But as we say, these um, you know smaller businesses they. Are not that you know capable of giving huge discounts because they are actually not, you know, that profitable, right? And um, so that they are actually you know making their own video accounts and try to promote through their video accounts. Um, but they there are also some ways you know if you are just promoting yourself through the natural. Flow actually, that is kind of you know everybody knows secrets in this platform. You actually need some、uh, promotional、Major. services to buy. You know,、um, you buy these services so that the platform will basically recommend your video to more consumers or for more audiences, so that they can watch your video and then get interested. And You can hire some vloggers to actually advertise for your products, and they they are the ones that we call Tan Dian Bo Zhu, or they explore the stores for you. Actually, they are not you know exploring your store voluntarily, but they can they can actually. Advertise for your products. Excuse me. So the lovely bloggers that I follow、mm, when、maybe. they recommend a their best or favorite restaurant of the week to me, they're not genuine. They're not saying it for real.、Uh, they're just accepting the. I'm not going to say bribe, but they're just hired by the shop owners and recommended out of. Commission money instead of genuine love to the store. You need to identify yourself. You know, <laughs> yeah. If you see basically. But probably some links under the comment below. Maybe that is kind of a you know cooperation between these two party. But if they are you know just sharing you these how good this food is, maybe they are you know sharing this information genuinely. But what I want try to say is that that is kind of you know service loop, so that they can keep. All of the flows, no matter it's the business wise, no matter it is the platform or the consumer, they are kept in this one loop on this platform, so that、Traffic. more purchases are being made. Yeah, I was just kidding. I know some of them are advertisements, and actually, here on the Chinese internet, if you are actually publishing a video that is essentially advertisement, you have to specify in the caption area、right. and also in the video, so that viewers would know. But to the bottom line here, I think is that with all these different kind of platforms joining in the industry,、uh, consumers are facing more choices, and they would be able to make better decisions as well. Maybe what you can do is go to another platform to see some genuine reviews from consumers about the one that you've recently discovered or has been recently recommended to you to decide whether or not it's a good store that you really truly want to. Visit and nevertheless, when we have this new trend and we discuss it on roundtable, hopefully we can help you be- make better decision in whether or not you want to enjoy the local live service. And you're listening to roundtable. Coming up, roundtable's heart to heart. Stay tuned. You ask, we answer. Roundtable, heart to heart. 
It's the hour of roundtable with myself, Neil Hongli, and Josh and Yu Shen. Today we've got a new message from one of our cherished listeners. Let's take a listen. Hello, roundtable. I am Kitty from Zhaoqing, Guangdong. I study in Guangzhou. I've been listening to your show for more than a year. I love all roundtable members' passion. Through listening to your show, I broadened my horizon and enlarged my vocabulary. Furthermore, I'm always inspired by your insightful perspectives. I am sending this audio message to ask for your advice on communicating with parents. I can understand that my parents care about me, and they do lots of things for me for a good purpose. However, what they do makes me feel very uncomfortable. For example, I don't like drinking milk, and I've already told this to my mom. My mom would still buy milk and force me to drink. This is just one of the trivial things that bother me. The way my parents love me make me feel that they want to control me, but it seems that they don't realize this. Now I don't want to talk with them, and I don't know how to communicate with them. So my question is, how can I effectively communicate with my parents? Can you give me some? Suggestions. Thank you. Thank you, Kitty. And you sound lovely. I love your voice, and also really good English. Congratulations. I hope that's you know has something to do with you continue to listen to Roundtable as well.、Uh, about your question, who want to start? How to communicate with parents who love you but don't necessarily listen to you quite so much? Yeah.、Um, I think first of all, it's good that Kitty knows. That and Kitty understands that her parents love and they are doing something for her own good,、mm. or yeah, you know, even though they may make her feel uncomfortable sometimes. And I must say that in the eyes of our parents, we will always be children. To be honest, and this is something I can also feel in my own life.、Um, you know, of course, as we grow, we accomplish things that make them see us in a new light. However, when it comes to certain small matters, especially in daily life, we will they will always have their own set of principles to guide you. <laughs> you know, they 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 think that is their mission to guide you. Actually,、um, my approach is usually to acknowledge that yes, we need to make it clear to them that we don't want things to be this way, but more importantly, we should tell them what we do want because. You know they actually want to provide what they think is good for you, and if you don't particularly like those things, try to let them know what you would prefer instead. For example, in this case,、um, Kitty, you can say, "Mom, I feel really uncomfortable drinking milk. That makes me, you know, just feel sick. This makes my mood for the entire day very bad. And、um, maybe you can bring me some soy milk or orange juice." Or oat milk, right? Tomorrow morning, <laughs> I think that may help. And in that case,、uh, you know, they can understand that you appreciate their intentions and you accept it. But you just need a different approach. So you are not just blindly rejecting their ideas. And of course,、um, you know, my mom is not your mom, and the situation just differs when different characteristics they have. But what I say is, you know, the concept of. Um, understanding 
um, their intentions, then I think it's fine. I totally agree with you. And also understand why your parents are doing it. They're providing you with milk probably because they think milk is nutritious, is with a lot of protein. So maybe your solution, like yes, like you should said, can be soy milk. Or you can say things like, I can try some different kinds of formula. Or maybe I can eat some more meat for my protein need. Just no milk. Be specific, but give solutions. I agree with that. How about you, Josh? This is really difficult because everybody's relationship is completely different with their parents and is based mm. on so many different individual experiences. So I think it's quite difficult to give wide sweeping advice on all of these things. But there are certainly some pieces of advice that are universal. If you're trying to communicate with parents who are difficult, which I think many of us have had this issue, um, it, it depends because it's important to get your true feelings out there. But you've got to remember that parents are also just, you know, big, big kids as well. You know, and often they're just <laughs> yeah. as immature, if not more immature than, than you maybe in some respect. But one thing that works in any conflict, I think, and really what we're talking about is a conflict, right? Especially mm. if there's something that you guys have friction with that you're not agreeing on, then it, there's a few things you can do. I think it's important to address your feelings and use I statements. I think you shouldn't alluded to this as well, right? Not to talk about you, right? And in, I mean, the parent were in that conversation. So rather than saying, you make me feel like this, it's good to say, I've been feeling this way. Mm. And this is how this makes me feel, or this is why I feel this way. And, um, you know, empathize with them but don't make it about them because that immediately turns it into a conflict right when really if you don't want to drink milk or something like that i mean in my mind that's perfectly reasonable right. but um, make sure that you've communicated how you feel about it rather than you know making it an attack in any way but it doesn't sound from this voice message that that's what you're doing to be honest <laughs> and also i think one thing that's really good is that you're young you're in college you started to become an adult you have the ability to talk to your parents to communicate in a deeper level you can find a quiet place and really tell them what you think about your relationship and they're still chance for you because there are a lot of adults in their 30s and 40s they feel like they cannot communicate with their parents they feel like they do not have a topic in common an interest in common then they feel like they when they talk to each other they are only talking but not listening and that is i feel like sometimes a harder to solve problem sometimes they would choose to indulge each other but not really communicate with each other they would choose to talk about some superficial topics like if it's father and son they talk about sports for five minutes and that's the end of the conversation i know it's the mold for a lot of people but i feel a little bit pity about these kind of not deep enough relationship between parents and kids but there's definitely still time for you started to treat your parents as potential friends and started to make them feel like they can treat you as an adult actually talk to them on a constant basis every day you talk to them about something a little bit deeper in your life not just the superficial stuff and after a while you would establish this sound relationship with your parents and that is something that you can enjoy for your entire life so hopefully our suggestions can make you feel a little bit better and can help you to 
have a better relationship with your parents. You can definitely let us know if Roundtable's very first life coaching session works for you. And that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks, Yushun and Josh. It's been pleasure having you at Roundtable. Until next time, keep the conversations going and the ideas flowing. I'm Niu Honglin. Bye. <laughs>